Hello, everyone. Welcome to Popcast on the Rocks, episode 108. We're a show that talks about pop culture things, and sometimes there's whiskey. My name is John. I'm joined, as always, by Andrea. How's it going? Good, good. Happy to be here on a Monday night, switching it up, start of the week. Monday, fun day. Monday, fun day. All right, I like it. Mm -hmm. You're kind of like, Cruising it over, co-opting from Sunday Fun Day. Monday oh, is that Monday. what it's really supposed to be? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all just kind shows, of shows John's like Sunday Fun Day culture knowledge. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, Sun Mun. I suppose if I said it a little differently, yeah. But yeah, but yeah. Sunday Fun Day, Monday Fun Day. Why not? Mm -hmm. Two days. We'll make keep it yeah. rolling. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well. We're back. It's been a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. Got a lot of news to cover, to catch back up on. Uh, we're going to be talking about the original Top Gun. A little bit of a throwback. I love a rewind. It. If, um, we're we going to start an, uh, a thing like that. We're going to start That's some right. sort of Look at it. We planned thing. this. Yeah. We did this on purpose, obviously. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> New graphic ready and everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, all right, well, we'll talk about our weeks and all that. But before we get there, we've got some drink holidays, huh? Oh, my gosh. We have a slew of drink holidays. Uh, it's been happening at the end of uh, May, early June here. Um, if we're going to do a true rewind, get back into last month, uh, since our last show on the 26th, it was National Chardonnay Day. And then on the 30th, it was National Mint Julep Day, which I think is kind of funny being like it's a solid fixed day rather than just like whenever Derby Day is hmm. like right. kind of keep it moving with, you know, the event it's tied to. But sure, if you want National Mint Julep Day, the Redux, uh, that was on May 30th. Then in the beginning of June here. On the 3rd, we had World Cider Day. On the 4th, it was both National Bubbly Day. So break out the bubbles for that. Or if you're more of a smooth alcohol drinker, it was National Cognac Day, uh, which I am celebrating. Thought I'd have a fun time right. switching it up a little bit. Rel whiskey related, but just a little different. Mm -hmm. um, and then yesterday on the 5th, it was National Moonshine Day. Okay. So Cool. We have quite the range of drinks. I feel like, you know, kind of there's something for everybody, maybe somewhere in there. So whatever kind of drinker you may be, cheers to what you like. Yeah, cheers. Um, let's see. So cognac. What kind of cognac you got? Um, it's a I've French cognac. Much. I do well, not know. Well, the only kind. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know. Uh it actually came in a little unmarked bottle um, mm. that Chris picked up the last time he was traveling abroad for his okay. history programs. So I don't know. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I haven't had much for much for cognac. I have to say, um, 
I kind of went adjacent to that in a way. Sure. I don't have any cognac, but I do have a plum whiskey, which Ooh. cognac is like a brandy, and yeah. a brandy is a fruit kind of uh, liquor. So mm-hmm. going with a Japanese plum whiskey. Nice. How is that? It's good. It's a go-to for if you just like easy drinking, quite sweet. You know, you don't want to have a ton of it because it, you know, no need for mixers or a special cocktail. So sure. So yeah, I was intending yeah, to, to celebrate. This. Yeah, I was intending to celebrate the cider day, mm, and mm-hmm. I um, ran out of time slash forgot to make time to get some <laughs> so same here actually <laughs> <laughs> it just when you when you put that in there initially I'm like ah oh, cider sounds good right summer is coming it's warming up right that would be really nice right now very and, yeah um, crisp and refreshing yeah. yes mm-hmm. we should go to um sociable it's been a while that's uh yes i would love to that oh, sounds nice great there so anyways, yes, uh, drinks, pour a drink, celebrate holiday with us. Um, but your last week, week and a half, it's yeah. been busy, right? It has What's been happened? very busy. Um, yes. Uh, so I, I alluded to, I've been on some travels. Um, I went down to see my family in Austin, Texas, which was very fun. It's a nice break from, you know, work, everyday life chores. Yeah things you have to take care of. Um, I got to, I'm sad. I have the perfect shirt for tonight that I should be wearing and I'm not, um, because it is currently in my laundry from said trip, but it's a wingman shirt and it's modeled after Top Gun because my uncle just owned or just opened up a, uh, a wing franchise of the original OG anchor bar. Down in Texas. And I got to try it on my trip. It was amazing. Can definitely tell the difference. Sorry, B dubs, uh, between (laughs) these wings and the wings you get at Buffalo Wild. I have a good friend that works there. How dare you? I'm insulted for him. Yeah, right. Because he makes and owns and Mm -hmm. is very Mm -hmm. proprietary of the wings. Yes. Um, no, these were amazing. They were so good. Um, so yeah, so I, I got, oh my God, I'm so sad. I'm not wearing the shirt right now. Um, but like I said, it's in my laundry. Yeah. We went to, yeah, well, we, yeah, we could have paused the show and I could have run down and gotten it. Technical Mm. difficulties. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, another time, perhaps when we discuss Maverick, I'll be wearing my wingman shirt. Make a note. Um, but so like down in Austin, there were some days where we were doing things, some days we were just hanging out and my family was just kind of putting random stuff on the TV. Um, so that's how I ended up watching The Lost City, which was okay. a good time. It was a very good, like family friendly adventure flick, um, something we can all kind of agree on. Everybody's tastes were kind of okay with with watching The Lost City. Sure. Um, we attempted to start watching Free Guy. And half of my family was very for it. And half of my family was like weirdly resistant to starting it. Um, I think, I think there was like a push from like my mom because she had just, they just tricked her into watching Deadpool and she is not Ah. a fan of gore. 
So she was kind of terrified, I think, to start another it's movie a with Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds movie. I yeah, know. We, we could not convince her that this was not going to be Deadpool. He's going to pull his penis out at some point. It's going <laughs> to happen somewhere. He's going to cut off his own hand in a handcuff. Yeah. And oh, God. Um, so, yeah, so she was a bit traumatized. So she didn't want to start that, which I was very disappointed because I've been wanting to watch Free Guy. Um, she was okay, however, keeping in the action genre. So we tried to start a movie called The Bank Job, which is like, I think, a late 90s, early 2000s, uh, starring Jason Statham. It is some random movie I've never heard of before. And it's like a, it's, you know, as as the title would indicate, it's a, you know, bank heist central yeah. flick. It's awful. It's so bad. Wow, I mean, it reviews well on IMDb. It must get better towards the end because the beginning was slow. I mean, it hmm. starts off with a bang. My mom was, poor thing, embarrassed to death because uh, she recommended this movie and it started off with like a very like R-rated sex scene <laughs> that, that was actually weirdly central to the plot later. Okay. Um, but my mom was just dying after protesting that, you know, I don't want anything like Deadpool and all the nasty, oh, sexy things. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this movie starts perfect. off with like that's a group perfect. orgy and she's just dying. Um, so we teased her mercilessly for that. Um, and great. then we got into like the meat of the movie. And like I said, it just really, it was a lot of exposition, a lot of setup. So it kind of got really slow. So we ended mm. up talking during it and found out that my aunt had never seen Taken. So okay. we ended up switching over to Taken and she just like had an absolute ball watching that for the first time. Uh, I feel like I would have really had, I would have really struggled at this event. I would have checked out. I'm like, yeah. okay, we can't watch Free Guy. We're going to watch, you know, uh, we're going to watch this one. And then we're going to jump to another one. I'm like, I'm done. I know. No, <laughs> if Where's Taken wasn't Nintendo so Switch? good, I would have just been like, I'm going to bed, like, bye, mm -hmm. y'all. But it was really fun watching my aunt have fun watching Taken for the first time and, like, go through Liam Neeson's, like, iconic, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. His whole speech. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was that ended up being really fun. But, yes, it was very hard because I was very team free guy. Then we got into the bank job and it was just like a mess. And then we got into Taken. So the bank job, 2008, 2008 uh, okay. nominated 2000s. for best international film at the Sa really? uh, Saturn award and um, okay. nomination nominated for best motion picture screenplay. Wow. For what? So uh, also how oh, the Edgar Allan Poe awards. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, I mean, I feel like I would have heard if there was like an Oscar nomination sure. here. <laughs> I remember <laughs> or something when it came or a out. BAFTA or like a something mm -hmm. similar because I think this is English based, like England English yeah, based right. film. So yeah, similar. okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it must it must get better, or maybe I was just very distracted or disappointed at, at having you know Free Guy been foiled, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was a funny night. So I kind of ended up watching like a grab bag of stuff while I was on vacation. Uh, speaking of grab bags of things, I also watched on Alan's recommendation, uh, the first episode of Auntie Donna's House of Fun, which is on Netflix. Uh, it's a great sketch show. Very funny. 
took me a minute to kind of get in the like sketch show mindset. Sure. I feel like mm-hmm. you have to be kind of like in the right place. But it's once I once I got more either. So it's like. Right. Kind of right. Yeah. 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 You kind of you just kind of have to be in the right space to like go with the switches and flows and kind of the the off the wall humor. But once I was in there, it was really fun. So I'm excited to keep watching that. Um, excited Netflix is kind of like taking a chance on some more off the wall, like different kinds of shows, uh, quality shows, but you know, not something that like everybody might've heard of. Um, also keeping with our off the wall theme, I started the first two episodes since I couldn't watch the boys yet. I'm, I'm holding out for the end of the school year, waiting for Chris gonna stand strong stand by my man gonna wait for him because i love him uh but i ended up watching the first two episodes of the di- uh, the boys diabolical series which is the uh animated? cartoon shorts the animated okay. shorts yep hmm. um those are very fun they're definitely keeping within the boys kind of very humorous gore brand um okay mm-hmm. so yeah i enjoyed the first two of those and then how many are there? Uh, I there think a... there are eight, okay. eight or ten. I can't remember how many. Okay, never. Yeah, I didn't really pay any attention to that. Yeah, I kind of didn't either. And then I was just really um, having, you know, my family kept cycling through like all the different um, platforms that, w- that we had at the house that we were renting, mm-hmm. trying to find something. So we kept cycling through Amazon Prime, and the boys kept popping up, and it was just really kind of lodging in my brain and just, you know, getting a little like sore spot dig in there that mm-hmm. I was like, I can't watch the boys yet. So I decided at to watch Diabolical. Diabolical. At, at least you guys did pick things to watch. You did end up doing it. It wasn't the complete like uh catatonic. There's so many choices. What do we do? And we just spend forever browsing and never select anything. So least, yes. You know. Yeah, it, I mean, it got close several times. You know, there was like a, I don't want to choose, you choose. And then like somebody mm-hmm. would sort of start choosing and they'd be like, oh, I don't know. What about that one? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. <laughs> I would like throw in some like random recommendations. I mean, at one point, you know, they were like, okay, we're all very solidly in the, you know, action genre and we liked The Lost City. So I was like, well, Uncharted is kind of similar. Like, why don't we throw it? No, we didn't want to watch that one. And again, somehow we started the big job. I'm never, I'm never going to get over. Like my mom was just so anti. It's just pick a nice movie with a nice man. Like Jason Statham. He's always in peaceful movies. Yes. (laughs) Oh, he's so proper. Like English proper man. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah. So I, I, like I said, I kind of had a whole range of, of watching activities uh, this week. Um, And then capped it off with something traditional and classic Top Gun. OG. Chris and I are definitely planning on going to Maverick, but you know, wanted to definitely rewatch to kind of get in the get in the mindset, get in the mood, get in the the storyline. Um, get so, in the danger zone. Get in the danger zone. <laughs> Highway to the danger zone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So very fun. And then we capped it off with uh, uh, another activity: Pokemon Go Fest. That was this weekend, the fourth and the fifth. Two days. Nice. 
of playing Pokemon nonstop 10 to 6. Like it's our day job. <laughs> oh, man. You yep. know, I do it's miss... Commitment. I've said it before, I miss Pokemon Go, but at the same time, I feel more free. Yeah. Like, I did become slave to the Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, and, like, every... Like... Everywhere you went, at all times, not in your house. And even if you were in your house, it's it's like, oh, you know. So it's just like, I I already complain about not having my, you know, about attention being divided and how not all that long ago you'd sit and watch a show and you that's just what you did then you sat and watched the show or whatever. And now it's always the multitasking. And so it was already that and layer on top of that, then Pokemon. So like I, as much as I do miss it, I am also relieved. So for sure, for sure. I get that. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's still a social activity uh, Mm -hmm. for the most part. And um, it did get me through some very late board nights when I was up with Evie when she was first born. So kind of feel like connection to it now. So yeah. Nice. But it was fun. It was a good time. I mean, it was funny that, you know, we were walking all over Stillwater. It's definitely, it wasn't as populated as it has been in other GoFest weekends, um, even though Stillwater is a very populous spot. Um, and people, you know, were kind of like wondering what we were doing. And then we'd say like, oh, it's Pokemon Go weekend. And some people were like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And some people were like, what are you talking about? So <laughs> kind of, kind well, of a let me tell of you. <laughs> let me yeah. tell you about this. You bring a chart and yep. like, let me show you my phone. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it was very fun. Cool. Well, I, um, I did not play Pokemon as I mentioned. I didn't play, I haven't been playing really any games much. I haven't at the time. And then I've been, when I do just been focusing on other things, um, more reading and stuff like that. So yeah, I haven't had a lot of game time recently. Nice. Though I've considered getting back into a couple things, we'll see. Um, I wanted to bring up for sure because I've read a lot of comics this week. They're it's so easy and quick to digest and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, trying different various series. Um, Hell is other people. That's a manhwa yeah. on webtoons. That's really good. I was I was. Um, a little opposed to it at first because I wasn't a big fan of the art, but the art sure. is creepy. It's effective for what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And it's very different from anything else I've read. Probably ever really. And um, yeah, I like it a lot. I'm considering spending coins to read further. <laughs> Otherwise, That's always the big question day. on Webtoons mm-hmm. coins. Can you fast pass? Mm-hmm. Or do you not fast pass? Right. Yep. So far, I've really only been doing fast pass stuff on King of the East, which has okay. still been good, but I'm waiting for it to like progress more now. It needs something sure. needs to needs to happen. Um and then I started Weak Hero and Frey as well. Frey's brand new, just came out. So yeah. um looks cool. I like the the art style. Mm-hmm. So um weak hero i like but it's kind of a i come into times where like i find it more often it seems in korean media right now that bullying is a predominant 
like it's a big issue in things. Okay. So I'm wondering like if it's a, you know, if there's a larger scale problem uh, in mm. Korea with that, because sure. like I would just watched, um, was watching All of Us Are Dead and the bullying mm. in there is like on another level. Like it's sure. very violent and it's very like illegal. Like if you were not a child, you would definitely be charged with assault. You would definitely be charged with sexual Damn. harassment, whatever. Like it's bad stuff. And so we kind of have that in this too, like the gangs in school and stuff. And um, I just don't know. I, I I never took high school that seriously. So I under, I do understand though that other kids grow up in situations where yeah. you're going to have to, where it, bullying, real bullying is a real big problem. So right. Um, anyways, tangent, mm. but... I'm I'm deciding whether I'm going to keep going, though I like the art uh, in sure. that too. So, um, late on the train, but I'm watching Squid Game. Yes, so, get um, it. This is the kind of show that immediately you start watching, and it puts this stuff we've been watching from Disney to complete shame. Mm-hmm. Complete shame. Like the characters that are gray and complex that you're able to then be um, made to feel for and empathize with within yep. just one or two episodes. It's very well done. It's mm-hmm. well shot. Uh, we're through five episodes. Um, it's not letting up. It's still good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Spy Family were an episode behind. Had more. Um, finally watched a documentary. What is a woman? If you're curious of that answer to that question, and watched more UFC. So sure. all kinds of things, and then Top Gun. I was gonna say, come on, you're bearing the lead here. <laughs> yeah. but we're gonna talk about that later because you've seen it before and I haven't. Yes, I am shocked to learn so. that you haven't seen it. Yeah, so I mean, first time viewer with uh, yeah, returning with a, viewer. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. coming back to it was uh, was definitely very fun. There were definitely big moments that I remembered and big moments that I had forgotten. So nice. All right, um, to start the news off mm-hmm. in a sad fashion, but paying our respects to a pretty legendary actor in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Ray Liotta. Um, I think people that are fans of movies would definitely know his name. If not, would definitely recognize his face. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just one of those guys that's been around a long time. And you just know him. Um, mm-hmm. So he was not very old. Only 67. Yeah. Um, he was filming a movie, um, but apparently died in his sleep. No known cause of death has been released, you know? So sad. Yeah. Um, have you seen much of his work? Like you say, it's just one of those people you just know. Like you just Yeah, he's you know, just got like but, the face. I was mm-hmm. I was scrolling through a few of his movies trying to figure out like what I've seen him in. Um I saw him in Goodfellas, which is a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did see him in Blow. Okay, yeah. I weirdly have not seen Hannibal. So I have not seen him in that. 
Uh, Hannah. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a big one. Crazy moments out. in there. Right. I'm trying to figure out what else I've seen him in. I feel like I've just seen him in random stuff. You've probably seen him in Ed Sheeran featuring Rudimental Bloodstream, right? Music video short. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it's the like place beyond the pines. Videos. I've seen him there. I think that's what I can think of off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I know. So this is a movie I haven't seen, but I remember him from like the trailers and stuff. Karina, Karina, with Whoopi Goldberg, mm. that okay. '90s movie. Sure, I remember his face from it, but I have not actually seen it. And then okay. I. Okay, don't hate me, but I've never seen Field of Dreams. So I don't hate you at all. I don't okay. care about baseball. So okay. I mean, I know like I feel like there's... Chris is like somewhere sensing <laughs> me right now. Like, <laughs> I you know, yeah, I've I've only seen part of it. I think I don't know that I've watched it all the way through. Right, so. like I've seen it, but I actually haven't like sat down to watch Field of Dreams. Mm-hmm. Ray Liotta had so many like guest appearances too yes so like um lots of one episode things he's in frazier who's the voice yep. in frazier he's in just episode. shoot me oh my god i forgot about that family guy like just a lot of yes. you know and then so doing voice work and um yeah goodfellas is the big one for me mm-hmm. too so. yep well very sad too young um, yes absolutely so time to go back and watch some of his films if you're interested. And I always think it's weird and it's cool, but it's tragic too. I'm seeing on his list. There are currently three movies in post-production mm-hmm. and one like completed and not out or something. I think here. Sure. So it's always weird. Like someone's gone and you're still getting new works from them. Right. Um, Thing we do we have that with um Black Panther, one movie, Chad right? Boseman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yeah. I think uh oh gosh, was Ma Rainey's Black Bottom the last movie he did, or was there one after that? I, I know I know Ma Rainey was released after he died. I'm not sure if that was his last one or if there was one more or not. But okay. yeah. That was mm-hmm. shocking and very sad. Well, all right, on to um, less serious news. Yes. Star Wars. Celebratory will, news, in fact. I will, well, you know, I will, I will say Star Wars in air quotes celebration uh, <laughs> 2022. Kind of uh, started the week that the Kenobi series was coming out. So mm-hmm. there was just a lot of Star Wars stuff at once. We got a lot of announcements. We got things that were not Star Wars announcements that uh, Lucasfilm announcements. Yes, yep. Um, did you get to check any of this out? Did you get I did. to do what do you care about? What's interesting? Yeah, I mean, I saw clips. I I read some news stories about releases. Um, some of the things I care about, some of the things I don't. Um, like the Willow TV series, I kind of think is pretty cool. Um, I I was a fan of Andor, so Cashy and Andor in um. Rogue One, so I'm cool with the series. I love Diego Luna. 
I think he's a he's a strong actor, so I can't wait to see him head this up. I thought it was interesting that they were already like, cool, here's season one, bam, we're already working on season two, so that's like full steam ahead, I guess. Sure. Um, things I was not super excited for. I mean, okay, so I, I'll cap off. I was excited to also see Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen reunite. And like, just like the love that happened there. That was, that was a fun moment. Like you could tell they had fun together. They were having fun coming back to work on uh, the new series. So just, just kind of like one of those fun, just like everybody feels joy in this moment. Um, And yeah, I'm, I'm still excited for the series. I haven't started it yet. So to me, there's all like hope and promise and fun there. Um, Things I wasn't super excited about. Indiana Jones 5 busting in, like, I'm real skittish after the last, you know, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. What? I I am. I just, (laughs) it was awkward and sort of fun, but also really not fun. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I'm just not. It wasn't. What? It It wasn't good. I mean, there were fun moments. Right. But it wasn't good. But it wasn't good. Yeah. And like there were fun performances, but yeah. on the whole, like it did not gel into a good movie. So like, why is Indy five happening? I want to like it because I love Harrison Ford, but like, I don't want to feel like I have to like it just cause I like him or that, that like I should watch it because I like him. I just, I feel like this is painful drag out of Indy. Should Indy have just become like James Bond. I mean, to me, there's two routes you could have taken. Right. Be James Bond should have recasted before. Just right. keep, you know, like refresh every here and there or, or just done. stop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they chose the worst road in the, <laughs> in the possibilities. Um, yeah. I sort of feel like it should have just been done. And then if we were going to reboot it, like still farther down the line yet, maybe I could have been okay with like a reboot with somebody else. Okay. I don't feel like Indiana Jones is quite like the evergreen James Bond. Like we can just recast this and tell new stories um, because I feel like he's more limited in like the scope of what the character is and what he studies Mm -hmm. and what he can do. Whereas like James Bond is like an MI6 agent just sort of like can do a lot Hmm. where it's not quite as plausible for Indy to like go places, be everywhere. Like he's a professor. Like there's gotta be some plausibility in him. Like, Hey, I gotta be here this semester to teach a class. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? He's got tenure. He's got tenure. <laughs> He's on sabbatical again. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All there's there's there is an indie movie. All of his colleagues back at like the university just like, oh, I gotta teach indies class again on sabbatical yeah. Yeah. loser. He's like texting now. He's texting pictures <laughs> of him on the beach, you know, somewhere. Right. Holding yeah. up an artifact. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's there's indie five. I just wrote it right there. Yeah. Um yeah, so so to my mind, like he's just not quite as like malleable and like, you know, um, I don't know, as as interchangeable as it like a James Bond. So I just felt like it should have been done and then like I said, maybe a reboot down the line somewhere. But 
not excited. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yep. Um. Also, like, sort of got a glimpse of Skeleton Crew, but didn't really, like, there was one photo that I saw. Right. Um, and that was kind of it. So I was like, hi, this is a thing. Jude Law's coming in now. Mm-hmm. What's that about? I don't know. I feel like Star Wars series are kind of the new, like, celebrity vehicle series. You know? Sure. Just, like, very random celebrities popping up and happening in Star Wars series. Yeah. I don't know. This seem this is a bigger, this is for sure a bigger one and in potentially a central role because mm-hmm. some of the other ones are smaller, like known entities, but, you know. Right. Um, but especially if, it's, if he's the lead, I presume the lead set to star in, I don't know. Yep. But, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's that's a good number of things that you're, Excited for? Yeah, I am. I just sort of like glossed over some things that I wasn't particularly excited for. I mean, I know they had a couple of Mandalorian panels. I'm way behind on that, so I could not watch that. Um, There was some like Ahsoka tied in there as well, although Rosario Dawson couldn't make it because she's still filming, I think she said. Um, So it was like news, but kind of not news. I know there's some new animated series that are kind of going back and looking at like Yoda's years, um, baby Ahsoka, high Republic times. It was, it was kind of like a lot of grab bag stuff. I was just like, I am very overwhelmed with like what is happening in star Wars right now. I did not realize how much was happening and how much they were planning on doing. I'm not sure that I'm on board with all of it. It's so I kind of glossed over some things that they're not none of this included any movie stuff yeah very true you know there you have very the quiet true. like you have the quiet like oh that's not not talk about um you know like rogue let's see what was it called uh rogue squadron let's not talk about that yep. one yep and let's not talk about um uh shoot rangers i think it was called mm-hmm. um it's like those are just have gone Yep. And then, um, yeah, no movies. No, no movies. movies. Interesting. Because I think they don't know what to do. You know, where do we go? And yeah, I, think, I mean, there's not really a good place to go. I mean. Lies. Know. Not true. I mean, well, not from where they've <laughs> been. They, they'd they have to, like, approach this very differently. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, the Skywalker yeah. saga did not end on a good note for. So move on, Right. Right. But yeah. are they capable? Are we going to let like it not. go? <laughs> it seems like not. It seems like they're just going to try to keep interlacing things into this structure of nine films. Just keep kind of dotting yep. in stuff you know, in the mix of it. Um, yeah, they can't break free. So, which is which is interestingly the thing that I think most more fans would be accepting of if you just broke free right, from stuck. what what there was and it was more different um than as opposed to like messing with or trampling on anything that's already been done mm-hmm. you know so um my biggest like i i didn't pay too much attention i too one thing i'll give you one thing i'm excited for 
And one thing I'm like, just go after yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, so Star Wars, um, Jedi Fallen Order is a very fun video game. Yep. It's well mm -hmm. done. Great studio behind it. It has, to me, probably the most competently told Star Wars story uh, since Rogue One. Um, mm -hmm. And um, likable characters, um, quite a variety of characters, good stuff. And so they announced a sequel for that. We knew it was coming, yes. but we got mm -hmm. a trailer for it now and some of that. So um that's exciting to me and then um the thing that's i'm not happy with is tales of the jedi i am not happy with tales of the jedi because when you mention tales of the jedi to a star wars fan they think of these things so if you're watching i'm yes. holding up the graphic novel collections of a couple of tales of the jedi um comics from dark horse comics back in mm -hmm. the early to mid 90s and um, this is a perfect example of a story that could be told in movie format that wouldn't have anything to do with the Skywalker saga. And um, they're taking this name to make their little anthology series mm -hmm. about like Count Dooku and Qui-Gon and Ahsoka and different yeah. things. So. Yeah. Which, like, on a surface is an okay idea it's just not okay to like borrow a title that's already in existence mm -hmm. like i'm right. not opposed to like the theory of this yeah no an animated series talking about the earlier years or the training between qui-gon and count dooku or something yeah yeah, yeah. that's fine so. um it kind of reminds me actually of you know we were talking a while back about the reaction to um lord of the rings rings of power and we were talking about how like Elijah Wood was like, why are you calling this Lord of the Rings? It's not right. Lord of the yep. Rings. Mm -hmm. Like this is a totally different time period. Like it's very disingenuous of you. Right. This is like that same thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah. Anyways, that's all that stuff. Star Wars celebration. I've been <laughs> very interested. Your tone of voice. Star Wars celebration. <laughs> I, i've been i've been asking everyone that i know that's been watching kenobi what they've what they've sure. thought of it and some of that so it's been interesting been listening to a lot of reviews and people talk about it so um i'm mm -hmm. staying abreast of what's happening there but sure. um yeah um well we'll use that to lead into like we've had a lot of shows and stuff that we've been looking forward to mm -hmm. um at least, or at least one of us has or that we've watched in the past right. and a lot of them are dropping all at once yeah. and yeah. generally speaking Welcome to summer critically they're doing pretty well um as you mentioned here stranger things kenobi top gun the boys um yeah. all presently available yep and um things that we would traditionally be interested in yeah all doing well i would say probably if we're going to say how well things are doing, it would be from like, I mean, pretty well to very well. It would be Kenobi, The Boys, Stranger Things, Top Gun is like, I mean, it's got near perfect reviews on yep. a lot of different platforms. So mm -hmm. it makes me really excited to go see that because yep. I just can't believe how well it's been doing. Like 
I know it like the full movie had dropped um, earlier at I think CinemaCon and you know everybody was like out of there watching it saying like oh my god this is so amazing it's so good and I just didn't quite believe when it was you know what I mean it just was like yeah. it's too unreal that so many people are like oh it's so good and now that it's been out and it's still reviewing that well it just is like astounding and I really want right. to see it so yeah some people said like you know is Tom Cruise the last real movie star you know I feel like every movie he makes almost is quality of nothing else. Almost. Almost. And the mummy. And the mummy. Yes. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. Was like, <laughs> there were exceptions. Yes. That's right. Yes. Didn't bring up, yes. Yeah. Yes. He makes um, quality films, but yeah, I mean, everybody has like that one, they shoot their shot and it's like, oh, just yeah. quite didn't make it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I, I heard someone, I don't remember what YouTuber said this. Um, I would like to give them credit. I just don't remember which person. Sorry, I, I hadn't thought of this. I thought it was interesting. Um, they're like, so Top Gun and Karate Kid, two franchises that no one was, uh, quote, air quote, franchises for Top oh, Gun. Oh, yeah. No one was asking for sequels. Yep. No one was asking for more. Yeah. Yet people that were invested and passionate about the source came out and made a follow-up that are basically universally loved. Yep. And in both cases, a lot of people are like, they're better than the original. Mm -hmm. And uh, yet they stay true to the world and the characters and all this stuff. Yet the things we expect sequels to, the things that are giant franchises, the things that we are waiting with bated breath for the next thing, mm -hmm. those things are piles of crap that clearly no one that cared about yeah the thing are making and it's just like a weird yeah situation we find ourselves in where you think it all maybe would be flipped you know someone's like hey that thing that was a long time ago that no one was looking for a sequel to what if we you know what if we try that again you know kind of like right. we would get um a remake of um like gone in 60 seconds or something like that sure you know taking that kind of thing so i don't know yeah I that was yeah it's it's strange how you know like you say like sometimes there's like this like big thing that really happens and then everybody just sort of jumps on the bandwagon because they're like money and the sequel to that thing turns out to be shit because you can see it's money Mm -hmm. It's not caring about the storyline. It's not caring about the characters. It's money. This is why we made this. And then, yeah, like these like passionate people who are just like, let's hell yeah, let's revisit this. Like there's more to mm -hmm. say here. This is, you know, nobody's going to expect this. We're just going to like ninja it from the side and come <laughs> in and just be amazing. Yeah. I mean, why not? Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's such a strange world because you really, you it really shows you how like the production team behind something like from top to bottom can really affect the the product. It's not just about right. like getting the actors back or like getting, you know, some of the same people back. It's like no, like everybody top down has to care about this. Otherwise, yep. you're going to get stuff that's very uneven. Like, I mean, I know we talked about it, but like The Witcher, it's very uneven yeah. because there's quality and then there's drop off because somebody didn't quite care enough. 
Yep. Or there's, you know, something like Stranger Things, which is now like season four is reviewing insanely well again. And mm-hmm. it's like clear that like it took some time, thought about it, responded Feedback. to some of the Yeah, mm-hmm. responded to some of the feedback and they're like, cool, we really care about making this a better season. Let's do it. Yep. Right. Yep. Exactly. All right. So fun things to watch. They're available yep. now. Too much to watch at once. And More another things. one. Yeah. Physical <laughs> season two. We reviewed that. Talked mm-hmm. about the first season. So um new ones available now. Yes, yeah, look up on me how quick it was available. I yeah. forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should have left a, no, I, I was gonna say we should have left a review to like match this, but no, it's already enough to watch yeah. here to get backed up on. So um then you have a show that is not for me so tell everybody yeah. what it's about no it's so it's actually a movie um on hulu oh, okay. i'm not i haven't watched it yet um wasn't really planning on watching it it's called fire island um and i i wasn't really planning on watching it it was advertised on hulu and i thought it was like kind of cute and then um several different critics and reviews uh were talking about it they were like oh it's like the gay pride and prejudice I was like, well, obviously I'm going to have to watch it now. <laughs> like, you know, Victorianist, English major me. Like, I have to see this version of Pride and Prejudice to, like, see what I think it's, about it. Is it a version of that or is it just, like, reminiscent? That's, like, the kind that, of... Well, I don't know. Okay, okay. Because I haven't right. watched it yet. So that's that's kind of what I'm planning to find out, like, how much they've stretched that. Because, like, you can really... Some things can really be like, oh, it's, like, based on... And you're like... Ooh, if I like squinted yeah. and thought real hard about it, sure. Mm-hmm. And then some things you're like, okay, well, I get, you know, the references here. So yep. I'm kind of excited about it. Fire Island. Very interesting name. I, Fire- wouldn't, I wouldn't get Pride and Prejudice from that. And no, just- I didn't either. That's why I like didn't yeah. pay attention to it until I was like, oh, I see. And uh, let me go on record in saying that I do not understand the appeal of Pride and Prejudice. I just don't. Have you read it? No, I watched it. Well, okay, yes, it might be. <laughs> Alan says, and zombies, Pride and Prejudice and zombies. Ooh, I haven't watched that. I love, okay, the movie is okay. The book is really good. Okay. The, the movie yeah. didn't quite live up to things, um, although I love Lily James. She's the titular character. Um in that particular movie didn't quite live up to the book, but the book is excellent. Especially if you've read Pride and Prejudice, like you'll get it on another level. Sure. It's like a lot of fun and has fun at the original book's expense, but it's still very good. Okay. Well, if you end up watching Fire Island, let us know. We'll do what it's about. Um, Crimes of the Future is a movie mm-hmm. that I've been looking forward to. Looks very cool. We were, I think we talked about last week how, or maybe yes. it was a week before even, that people were walking out at the film festival because uh, it was so disturbing. Yep. So it's made me nervous to see this movie. Like, how I bad know. is it? You know, I know. I'm like, don't eat popcorn while I'm watching this, you know? <laughs> Just going to have to sit down and watch it. Like, don't have any, yeah, don't drink any water. Don't drink, eat any popcorn. Yeah. Just like, mm-hmm. hey, focus. <laughs> yep. But you'll you'll have some time to prep still because it's only out in New York and L.A. right now. It's still kind of working up to sure. its larger theatrical release. Okay. All right. Yeah. But it's here. It's myself. in the U.S. 
Um, let's see. Moving right along to um, talk more movies. Mm-hmm. Um, an award show happened, huh? <laughs> what? Uh, completely <laughs> missed it. Um, maybe don't schedule things over a holiday weekend? Question mark? Question mark? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it happened, I guess, I don't know if it happened Memorial Day or like this last weekend, but MTV Movie Awards happened and uh, there were some awards given out. There were some categories that were made up. Seriously. Um, I'm, I'm, I read through the list of this. I was just sort of annoyed at like the very specific categories that I found coming up. I mean... There's nothing wrong with, you know, getting unique and having some like specialized fun ones. Like everybody loves like things like best kiss. Like that's not like an, you know, an award for your performance really, but it's just like a fun, like, ah, we get to vote on this. Like most frightened performance just seems like it's so specific. Like, can I do best like surprised performance best you know excited performance like how how specialized are we getting here Mm -hmm. um what else was i oh best unscripted fight just felt like okay we're cool well we're just going with what's popular in reality tv at the moment so we're gonna create a whole new category right here Mm -hmm. i don't know i was just sort of like over some of the very specific best musical moments. I don't even know what that means. Like, <laughs> I, I truly don't. The like, I know that really struck you hard. You know, that was the. I, yeah. I mean, I don't get it. Like, I mean, is it the best song? Is it like a moment in a show or a movie that happened? Like, it, it makes no sense to me. Like, I'm reading the. Um, I'm reading the the nominees and some of them are songs. Some of them are original scores. I don't know. Like, what do <laughs> I do with why, that? That's why it's just a, a blanket it's, thing that include music. Musical moment. Sure. Mm-hmm. Alliteration. You got me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I was sort of just like, I don't really know what's happening here. The only thing I was excited about was the fact that I just watched Daniel Radcliffe be the villain in the lost city. And I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. way to win for best villain yep i just i'm so done with award things because <laughs> it doesn't matter so if it's if it's the academy awards then it's the academy it's a group of select people why do we care what you think mm-hmm. when it's this it's the it's the people that mm-hmm. pay attention to mtv people. which yeah right and look okay Best movie, Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, yes, that makes sense when it's a popular choice award. Just the sure. people picking. But how many people actually saw all the movies that are nominated? Mm-hmm. I bet most people that voted didn't. And same goes for all these categories. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're just voting on what you saw. Right. Did You know, and... I don't know. So ne- uh, my point well, is, like, either way, whether it's critical or it's audience, it really doesn't matter very much. And so the yeah. awards are just kind of meaningless. Well, it's like if this is like the people picking, don't we already have like the People's Choice Awards? Can't that just be like enough of like the people choosing 
this kind of stuff? Yeah, but that's well, those this is it's just just because this is specifically movie and TV. It's people's choice, like people's choices, like movie, TV, and music. Yeah, I mean, it's like everything, though. Like, yeah, I mean, they obviously don't have like a best team award, like MTV also made up. <laughs> but like, why do yeah. I need that? I'm like, I'm poking fun at this, even though I love that, like the team, the cast from Loki won because I love that show. I dig it, but I also like don't feel like they need to have a best team category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, this just feels like redundant and kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I'm su- I'm super over this in particular because I was just like I don't even know why this is meaningful. You know, I I feel like maybe what's more meaningful is the awards that are awards of your peers, at sure. least to the recipient. Like, ah, the people in my industry have recognized Mm me, you know, for this. You still have to deal with then, like, well, a lot of people know each other. What kind of favoritism you're going to have. Right. But I feel like it's the more meaningful. You know, if your fellow actors nominate you for a Lifetime Achievement Award in acting, like, that means something more than, I don't know. But, But then again, you do these things, you know, for your fans because yeah theoretically know, like you don't the public have the populace make any money if you don't yeah yeah oh I yeah know. i just i feel like this sort of tv award show or movie tv award show whatever it is plus music because musical moment still confused mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's very redundant for like something like the people's choice awards we could just like roll it all up into one please thank you <laughs> yep well, uh, big powerhouse in the movie and TV industry, obviously, is Netflix. Mm-hmm. And um, they had their another Geeked Week, huh? Yes, yes. Today is the official kickoff of Netflix's Geeked Week. It's running through June 10th, uh, this Friday. Um, they started off, you know, big and small. Um, there were a lot of different projects that were... We got some sneak peeks at today. Uh, we got full trailers for some new series, uh, Wednesday Adams, Resident Evil, The Midnight Club, and The Sandman got a release date, which I believe is in August. Okay. Let me double check that. August 5th. Yep. So, yeah, we've got a lot of different stuff coming up. Um Oh, I did also miss, I'm kind of interested in this one, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, which is like mm. a bunch of like different props and um, things from some of his movies. Um, cool. He's got some like guest uh, guest directors as well from other horror films um, doing some episodes with him. But we don't have like much detail on that, but I'm kind of interested. Sure. Yeah. Because Guillermo del Toro's got a wicked weird mind and i kind of love everything he does so yeah i mean uh we also got a first look at uh umbrella academy season three which i know chris will be excited about because he's been trying to get me into umbrella academy forever he loves it Mm. we got a first look at one piece how the adaptation from that series is going to go i know we're not particularly interested but there might be people out there that could be so there you go Mm -hmm. Um, and then we also got the announcement that filming has officially wrapped on Shadow and Bone season two, and they'll be coming out with a release date soon. 
potentially as part of Geeked Week. Don't quote me on that, but rumors. Okay. So. Sure. Sure. All right. Cool. Yeah, we'll see what more happens there. Um, speaking of rumors, some rumors were confirmed. Uh, long time, long standing rumors in this last week's PlayStation State of Play. Andrea, is there anything in this lineup that has you excited? Um, mm, what could it be? Oh, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking. Yeah, oh. Nothing much, right? My goodness. Resident Evil 4, you say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a surprise. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, my God. Yeah, no, I'm obviously super stoked about this. You're going to have to, like, get some other console to play this. You're gonna I have to, know. Like, what I are you going to do? Uh, get another console to play this <laughs> is what I'll do. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't, I don't care what it takes, man. Yeah. Chris, if you're listening, I don't care what it takes. Whatever you want, we'll do it. It's All happening. Right. Res Evil 4. <laughs> I'm that committed. They didn't show us a lot. But no, they it did not. Cool. It, it I mean, they've done very well, in my opinion, for with Resident Evil 2 remake and Resident Evil 3 mm -hmm. remake. So I'm hoping that trend continues into four. Um, I don't have much of a reason to think that they won't, other than um, Resident Evil 4 is a much longer game right. than two and three. Right. Um, so it is there's a lot more to to redo there but this rumor of this game being existence has been ongoing for a while so perhaps development's been been happening for a long time and then um and we still have another year to wait still yes. have time yes and um they also went through this weird string of like um re-editing um, chopping out pieces that I think we talked about in the mm -hmm. Resident Evil 4 VR version. Right. So I'm hoping those edits don't make it into this and it remains more faithful, mm -hmm. but we'll see. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, like you said, we obviously didn't really get a lot out of that like little mm -hmm. sneak peek. So hard to say at this point what anything could be, but yep. fingers crossed. But, but RE4. It's so good. I want to revisit it because I never beat the game. Um, you know, it is a longer one and it's it's just got a really good atmosphere. It's got good villains. Um yeah. It was kind of just the... texted me. Leon. <laughs> yeah? yeah. Yeah. That's literally what he just texted me. Excessively whiny voice. Leon. Oh, so man. Yeah. He Poor knows. Ashley. He knows what's up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And so next March we get that. Yes. Um, Resimo Village is getting a PSVR mm -hmm. two mode, so VR mode. That'll be cool. I don't. I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> I think it'll be much. cool. It will be cool, probably. But I don't. The stuff was freaked me out enough already. Oh yeah. Um, it was very scary. I, I loved it. What I can imagine is all the crazy simps for Lady Dimitrest. Mm. People are going to yeah. get this on PC and they're going to put on dirty mods and they're going to play this in VR. Yes. And yes. so that's what's going to happen. Yep. <laughs> I want to hear about none of that. 
<laughs> well, I know it's yeah. going to happen, but I don't want to hear about it. Okay. I, yeah, I, I mean, I would probably, I'd be one of those people who would be very excited to do this, like play this in VR and then like totally freak myself out and never be able to like finish the game. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it would start out so cool and I would have so much fun. And then we'd like get to some of like the, the houses and I would just like lose my mind and, and yeah. not be able to finish. Like when it, the lights go out and you got the baby yes. thing coming after you. Yes. Oh my like... God. Yes. Freaky. That's and besides that, I get sick in those yeah. kind of games. Like I just, I don't have the sea legs for it. So sure. Yeah. Um, a game we got to see more of uh, because a few months ago we had just the release trailer for it was the Horizon um, World Horizon Forbidden West VR game called um, Call of the Mountain. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know what to expect from this, and we got more that you're kind of you're playing someone else then you are taking down machines and stuff kind of like what you would do in a regular horizon game but in vr and i'm kind of disappointed by that i really wanted to be a different experience not just well we'll play a different person doing kind of the same things but in vr it just feels like a vr mode of right you know and I don't know what I haven't sat and thought about what that would be. I just was kind of hoping for something more different. Sure. So um, I think that's a fair, that's a fair hope. I mean, mm-hmm. you're looking for something new, not just yeah. a rehash. Yep. Um, the game itself and I have been considering jumping back into it. Horizon Forbidden West got a big update, new mm-hmm. game plus some yep. new uh, quality of life things. Um, I don't remember what they all were, some new um, stuff for your customizations and resetting your skill tree and all that kind of thing. So improvements to performance mode, yada, yada, yada. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that's all there. It was already an amazing game, just to get better. So um, Spider-Man's coming to PC. Gray, mm-hmm. uh, I've been waiting for this one. Looks cool. It's like, a, I don't know, kind of humans are gone it seems like the world's mm-hmm. taken over by like human like ish robots and but you're playing a cat yep and it's going to be included with the the two higher playstation plus tiers so i'm excited i'll have access to that yeah so. i weirdly love this game like just yeah super just random concepts i love mm-hmm. it yeah just mm-hmm. something different like you said something different kind of funny kind of cute like we'll see what happens it reminds me of that. I don't know if you saw it, the one. Um, uh, what's the anthology series? Um, on Death Netflix? and Robots. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's a there's an episode where it's like yep. the world's done. And you got little robots and it's funny. It's, it reminds me of that, except darker. And then you're. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I actually thought of the exact same thing when you said that. Nice. Yeah. Which another show definitely need to catch up on. Yeah, because uh, new season is out, right? Mm-hmm. I think a uh, new season just dropped. Yes, uh, Alan's saying season three out now. Yep. So Stray, July nineteenth. The Callisto Protocol was coming sooner than I thought. This is December mm-hmm. this year. It's I think there's some talent that created the original Dead Space on this, and it definitely is a Dead Space inspired kind of game probably too terrifying for me but i 
love the vibe and the atmosphere and the what this game looks like it will be so Mm -hmm. i'm pretty excited for it nonetheless even if i don't play it i'll maybe i'll watch a playthrough or something like that sure um did you get to watch any of these other things at all were i only listed a few you know a number of things that i was interested in from the events yeah, I mean, you covered a lot of what I was interested in, and then I did get to see like the update on Street Fighter and Final Fantasy. Okay. Yep. So Final Fantasy is looking pretty nuts, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but but cool. Ashley played fifteen, really liked it a lot. I think the characters look fun in this. Definitely yeah. large scale battles, dragons and monsters and stuff. So. Thought that was good. Tunic is coming to PlayStation. That was originally an Xbox Day One Game Pass kind of exclusive thing. So okay. that's good. Um, and then Enter Knights is game coming early next year. And I'm forgetting a little bit about this, but it's it's a, a looks like an action based JRPG with romance elements. So I oh, okay. if I remember correctly, this was someone that love the persona games want to make their own kind of thing like that so that's their take because that's a critical element of the persona games which are a spin-off kind of of the shimigami tensei games Mm -hmm. shimigami tensei games are always a little more serious and the persona stuff added in later added to differentiate Mm -hmm. added in relationships and dating and building up your your friend connections and some of that Sure. And so sure. it looks like this game will have that kind of thing as well, but not the turn-based elements, it seems, of, of Persona. So I like this uh this descriptive title in one particular article. Um, I don't know how to say it. Eternites Eternites. Eternites, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is part dating sim, part hack and slash. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Tells me everything I need to know. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, PlayStation State of Play. Uh, there was a lot more, but I thought overall this event was was good. Mm-hmm. Had a nice showing of things. Um, not too long. So, yeah, not too long. Absolutely. So. Well um, done, PlayStation. Yeah. All right. Switching gears, going in overdrive. You know, <laughs> throttle forward. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, Top Gun, the original mm-hmm. Top Gun, starring mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. Um, I, though being a fan of Tom Cruise movies in general, had never seen this movie in its entirety. Like it. piece of it. Also, being a big fan of Val Kilmer, had not yeah. seen this movie. I can't believe um, that. That's two mm-hmm. big ones right there. Yeah. And like for such like an iconic, you know, movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then you have seen it. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. We're gonna talk about it in all spoilery details. So if you want to rewind with us here, um go back to the eighties before <laughs> you jump on ahead to today with Top Gun Maverick. Stay tuned. Um but spoilers are abound. So yes. Um, what would you say you thought about this movie originally and mm. 
how, when, how did you see it? All that sort of thing. And then juxtapose with just seeing it now. Sure. Sure. Um, so, I mean, this movie came out before I was born, so I definitely didn't go see it in a theater. Um, you know, it was just like a, a watching at home experience. Um, mm -hmm. I think I saw it with a group of friends. I know, I, I don't believe I saw it with like my family or anything. I think I saw it with like a group of friends. We sat down okay. and we're, you know, kind of jonesing for like an action film. I think it was another one of those situations where somebody couldn't believe that I hadn't seen Top Gun. Um, okay. So we sat down to watch it. And yeah, so initially I remember like, you know, I remember the action of it. I remember Tom Cruise, like young, good looking, hot shot. Um, I, and I remember the music. The music is absolutely iconic. Sure. Yeah. Um, not only Danger Zone, but also Take My Breath Away, which mm -hmm. upon rewatching, I did not realize how much those two songs are basically just played on repeat throughout <laughs> this entire. Like somebody scored this movie so cheaply, just like these two songs, just, you know, over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, effectively but also like yeah just on my rewatch i was like oh okay we're gonna we're gonna listen to this again all right yeah. I see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so it, i i remember it in in kind of very vague terms like i just remember liking it there was like you know fun sequences well filmed i just didn't remember terribly much about the overall plot and like point of the story. And I remember thinking now this time, like really paying attention to what was going on and like character development, which is very simple, but effective. And that's mm -hmm. what I like about this movie. Like there's no like huge overarching plot. There's no like very complicated storyline to follow. It's just about the human experience in extreme situations and how do you deal with it? And it's, like I said, it's just very effective. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's well said. It really is character focused because mm -hmm. my impression of like pieces I'd seen was thinking it was kind of boring or something. Mm -hmm. But having watched it now, um, I didn't feel it. I, I felt engaged the whole time. Mm -hmm. Other than like taking being taken out of it once in a while by the song, like like you say, oh again, all right. Um, other than I mean, that, I see why this movie made those two songs because yeah. you can't escape them. Mm -hmm. But like, mm -hmm. cool it, guys. There's other music <laughs> out there. So, um, but yeah, I I thought that the the character story was effective. Um, mm -hmm. because yeah, if you sum it, sum it up, it's like, you know, hotshot pilot goes to special Academy to try to be the top gun. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's all, all right. you get. Well, so, I mean, yeah. If you wanted to like continue it a little crisis of confidence resolve. Yes. And, that, and you yeah. don't have to say how it's resolved, but like, that's like the crux of it. Like, He's it's he's just on like this career path, but it's also like his whole personality and his whole, you know, like being like this is what he wants on a personal and professional level. And he suffers like a huge crisis of confidence when something happens and like 
how do you deal with that? Especially, yep. like I said, in like this extreme high pressure situation. Yep. So, I, I just love it. I will say one moment that I, okay, there's a couple, couple moments that I didn't like. Sure. Um, one is when they're all playing on the piano. It just comes off as like, that's not going to happen like this or whatever. Or they're singing yeah. along. Maybe it does. I'm not there. If that is, I'm in right. the corner yet. Um, whatever. And then when he found out what happened to his father. Yeah. I thought could have been, it felt like it was went quick. It, I yeah. Felt like it, it would have been a bigger fell a little hit. flat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You, yeah. Um, so to respond to your, to the piano moment, I totally agree with you. It was a great way to showcase Goose though. Sure. And his wife, who I forgot was Meg Ryan. I forgot yeah. Meg Ryan was in this movie. I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> um, so that was kind of fun. Um, and their like chemistry was very cute, I really thought. And then yeah, it got like a little cheesy when everybody was at the piano singing. I was like, all right, okay. Like mm-hmm. we take it easy, everybody. Carols of the- yeah, yeah, right, right. It was a little too like jolly times. Mm-hmm. Um and yes, I do I do agree with you. Um the the setup for it was really great. And then it was a moment that was like really quick when he learned about what happened to his dad and like mm-hmm. kind of his decision making while he was up there, you know, being a fighter pilot. Yep. So yeah, it's um it's fun characters, um, the personalities, good like head to head moments, mm-hmm. you know homoerotic volleyball sequences can we uh, can we it's so many years later and i'm still like tom cruise why are you in jeans playing volleyball boy <laughs> that's the look you want to go Beach for you know volleyball you know jeans. i would be the person that would do that you know that kind of thing oh, i i was where i just like won't wear the most appropriate clothing for the so situation hot. because i don't want to wear sandals or something you know like sure so. And I mean, I get it. He has to like transition quickly, like because he goes over to you know, yeah. Um, what's her name? I know her name is Kelly McGillis. Charlie, I think is she is in the movie. Yeah, I can't remember her yep, name in that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got to go over to her house. So he's got to look like you know semi put together. But uh, yep. it still bugs me. It still bugs me that he's wearing like jeans to play sand volleyball. That has to be so uncomfortable, so hot, <laughs> sand everywhere. Right. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough. It gets oh, everywhere. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> easy, Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> Not like everything um, smooth. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, just like Tom Cruise's body. Oh well, yeah. I was just like looking at um like the people have talked about this. Like maybe maybe there's something to this Scientology. Look at Tom Cruise compared to the rest of his cast. You know. I know. Show. I know. Okay, so yeah, detour on this for a minute because I definitely want to talk about like the way the cast looks. So I get that like Tom Cruise is young and -hmm. he's got a young face and that serves him well. But I didn't really think about this because I don't think I really felt like I remembered uh, Kelly McGillis's character when I was watching the first time. And perhaps that was, you know, because I was young and more like, oh my God, Tom Cruise is so hot. Like, you know, I'm just going to pay attention to him. But I was really watching this time to like see how that all developed because I was like, I I feel like I missed that. 
she looks so much older than him in the movie. And I think I think they sort of like dress her up also in like not flattering outfits sure. that make her look older, like her glasses and her like shoulder sweaters, um, her bulky clothes, you know, really don't do her any favors. But I remember thinking in the movie and turning to Chris and going like, boy, Tom Cruise looks like 26 and she looks like pushing 40. <laughs> they really look so disparate in ages here. And then he looked it up and she was only like five years older than him. And I was five like, years. shut your mouth. That is yeah. not true. And then, yeah, now looking at them now, Tom Cruise is like barely aged. And she's she's clearly gone through the years uh, mm -hmm. maturing probably normally, especially if you look at the rest of the cast. They all look a bit older. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, apparently she even made a joke about on Twitter, like, yeah, sorry, guys, I'm too old to come back and do this Top Gun shit. Like, I, <laughs> I just don't have it in me to, like, come back and, you know, get get she, my body back and, like, try to be young and stuff. Like, you know, that's somebody else's territory now. Well, Tom Cruise should have told her years ago. Right. I'm planning to do this. <laughs> no, just I'm planning to make oh, this. Oh, I'm sequel. planning to do that. <laughs> yeah. Plant like, the seed I, years and yeah, years. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta be banging. We're ready to go. We're, um, so keep it tight, girl. I yeah. will. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So that, that st totally stood out to me when I was watching the movie. I was just like really sort of taken out of. I mean, I know it's like a student instructor relationship, but yeah, man, right. she looked kind of a lot is. older. So I just couldn't believe that she was only five years older. I mean, yeah, Tom Cruise should have his should have been jealous. Uh, his partner's got Meg Ryan. Yeah, yeah, she was like young hot thing there. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if we're gonna talk about the movie, you have to like you have to give Goose a hot wife because tragedy, man. Spoilers are up. Mm -hmm. So I can say it. Oof. For it the hard. 1986 movie. Spoilers, guys. Right? Right? Yes. Hey, you're talking to the person who was like, you know, oh, God, can I spoil Buffy for people? And that's right. you know, how many years, too. So I'm always cautious. But yeah. Oh, man. Chris and I were both, you know, we, we both felt that moment in the movie. We're like, because we, we both remembered that Goose had died. But mm -hmm. we just didn't remember exactly how everything had happened. And then, you know, we were yeah. kind of like ramping up. We were like, it's the moment. It's the moment. It's coming. It's coming. And then it it really hit us both, you know, like the mm -hmm. way that it happened. It was still devastating. We kind of forgot how. And then like in the moment, I like clarity remembered exactly what happened. It was right. oh, ugh. Yeah. And that's a testament because like I knew Goose died too. You know, given that yeah. all this movie is, it's like such part of pop culture i knew i was aware of that as well um and yeah still effective didn't mm -hmm. matter yeah so. yeah yeah it's a it's a really good part of the movie and it and it showcases i think both like the really great relationship between maverick and goose anchors part of this film which is clearly like they don't just love flying they love flying together right. and like mm -hmm. they're clearly family and that's really so effective. And that's such an effective buildup in the first half that it really impacts, of course, the second half after he's died. And Maverick's like, what do I do here? It's not yeah. even just my confidence. It's just like, I lost Goose. I lost my family. Um, 
And I think it really makes sense for him then to like make the choices that he does. Like he does finally go back up there and like redeem himself. But he also is like, that's not for me anymore that, you know, like I'm not going to go out there without goose anymore. Like I want to be a top gun instructor and that feels yeah. more fitting once he's lost goose. Sure. So but it's was, a great moment. Was, yeah. And I was really like, hey, like, come on, you got to save Val Kilmer. Go. I know. I know. <laughs> it's so yeah. good though. Cause like Val Kilmer is such like a great antagonist in this movie too. Mm -hmm. You but really see, I remember him. You feel being... him in shades. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, especially when he's like, sorry that Goose is gone. And then he's like, I need you. But he's like critical of Tom Cruise. But you're like, yeah, you got a point though. Even though you're like the asshole that I'm supposed to not like. Mm -hmm. It's great. See, just my like seeing pieces of it and, and vague cultural things. Yeah. I remember him that way as like, the, like an antagonist. But I was surprised watching it, seeing like, no, he's like, yes, he is a foil and a competition to Maverick. But, you know, he really is a logical, he's a logical guy there. He's a mm -hmm. top contender. He has, he does have points. He's not, he is not this like, I'm here to be an asshole. Kind right. Of no thing. He is a guy and yep. he feels, yeah, he feels real there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were saying, um, like you said, he has points, like he has points about like his own self and like the, why he's the best. And he has points about like why Tom Cruise isn't. Mm -hmm. And they just feel like it's proven right at times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a, it's a really great casting and it's a really great, like push pull relationship there that resolves itself pretty well again. Yep. Um, so Maverick now Top Gun Maverick, um, as you said earlier, getting great reviews, audiences and critics alike. Um, I'm most excited about this for two reasons. Um, mm -hmm. One is because we know Tom Cruise does every stunt he possibly can himself. Mm -hmm. So we're just, when you watch a Tom Cruise movie, you know that he's putting himself out there at risk and that more of the stunts that you're seeing Anything possible are are done practically. It's about mm -hmm. doing practical effects and practical stunts. And that creates attention and excitement mm -hmm. that is absent in a lot of the movies that they're just all on a green screen. Right. You lose a lot of tension. When you know that it's real, you're like in the helicopter or whatever is happening and stuff, that makes a that makes a difference to an audience, mm -hmm. I think. You can feel that. So I agree. Um that and then the other one is it's the director, so Joseph uh, Kaczynski. Mm -hmm. um, if I can say, sum up the first movie, and other people have said this too, it really encapsulates like a feeling, like a fantasized feeling of the eighties. The movie mm -hmm. really does have a tone. The way it's often at like sunset, you know, yes. there's just and then playing the the same music over and over. There's a the movie. Everybody's is always very much sweaty. Feeling. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that was the other thing I like. Really, was like, my God, I <laughs> did hot. not remember how sweaty everybody is all the time. Mm -hmm. They're so tense and sweaty. <laughs> um, and then this director, I think, mm -hmm. to me, has not missed from what I've seen. So mm -hmm. Joseph Kaczynski, 
he did Tron Legacy, which I am a big fan of. I know some people are sure. are detractors. I love it. And then one of the most underrated science fiction films ever, I think, is uh, Oblivion, which he also did. Mm, yep, and that right. both those movies, particularly Oblivion, really sell a feeling. Like they really sell a vibe. They have they're very atmospheric, you know, mm-hmm. in large part thanks to their scores. So they care very much about the score. Having Daft Punk for Tron Legacy and right. uh, oh, shoot, who's the I forgot who this composer was for the for Oblivion, but it's very good. Mm-hmm. And um, and then he did like a short film. I sought out and watched, and then he directed the Taco Bell Illuminati like commercial oh my god i didn't know and i love that ad that's really funny i didn't know that either it's just like all hits to me and uh he's coming with a new movie with uh chris pratt i think no not chris pratt chris hemsworth on netflix Mm. so yeah the director has me very excited for this film awesome um yeah I'm I'm ready to see it. Like Top Gun got me in the mood. Like I'm set up. I'm call caught up on like everything that you know Top Gun had to offer. Like like I said, it's 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 really nice because it's a movie that you can watch and just like like feel like you got it. Like there's nothing you have to remember mm-hmm. because everything is so like simple and effective that you can just like remember what happened and you're yep. like set up for Top Gun Maverick. Yep, I'm excited. Uh, one other little cool thing I um, I heard um, was, I guess, originally when they showed the first trailer for this or something, there was some outcry because they'd removed the Taiwan flag from the back of Maverick's jacket. And people oh. were like, oh, so they could get it released in China. And some people were oh, like, oh, sure, sure, sure. And apparently, it's they put it back in there they reverse course on this Good. and there's just people are saying that when that showed up in the movie audiences in Taiwan were just like standing ovations. They're just excited cool. that they, you know, managed, they kept that. So. Yeah. I think that's yeah. cool. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's been our flashback, our rollback. I don't know what we were going to call this segment or revisit, yeah. whatever. Uh, rewind pop castle and rocks rocks rewind of top gun i love it so um i hope you've all seen it and let us know if you love it or not are you excited for the new one hit us up in the comments otherwise that's been Popcast on the rocks episode 108 um you should subscribe and share and like and all that sort of thing youtube twitch facebook twitter we're in all those places. Um, also, we're on podcast directories, so pick your favorite podcast directory of choice. Go there, subscribe, leave a review. That would be much appreciated. Um, yeah, get the word out. Let us know. Let, let people know. <laughs> and then um, Killing the Flower. They wrote our theme song, and uh, they have their music on Spotify and YouTube, and they're also present on Instagram. So go ahead and take a look out for them. Anyways, that's been Popcast on the Rocks. Andrea, thank you for joining me as always. And we'll see you next time. Of course. Cheers, everybody.